What up, balloon boy? Yo, what up? Uh, what is that even considered? Is that an ape or is that just a, it's a mutant. jambalaya of traits? Nah, these aren't apes. These are mutants. There's a big difference. Mutants apes are just... Um, I, every time I look at that, it gets uglier and uglier. How to set the bar low. Um, Respectfully. Dude, okay, so I've been. You want to do music? You do music or not? No, I play it. Play it. Play the fucking track. Play the fucking track. The track's not playing. The track is not playing. Music would never do this. Yeah, music wouldn't be caught dead doing this type of behavior.
Absolute tune. Um, no bargain with the gym. Got people just fucking staring at me. I think they see me like putting out the energy, and they're like, maybe if I stare at this motherfucker, I can soak up their energy. Same thing, same mentality happens on crypto Twitter or something. Some weird thing, like this competition that doesn't exist. Do you ever feel like you're competing with people that, or people are competing with you that you're not competing with? I'm only competing with myself. Me, myself, and I, that's who I'm competing against. Uh, look, I think the competition on Twitter is super low. I mean, legitimately. And I think a lot of people tend to work together. And those who try to compete, I think, get isolated anyways. So, like, I would much rather work together with people than try to compete with them. You can go much farther. Yeah, and competition competition is great, though. I mean, there's nothing better than, like, a good, close, like, sporting game. And I love sports, and I love wasting my time watching them. But I don't know. Do you feel like you compete? with people here on Twitter or you feel like you do your own thing? And it branches outside of Twitter. Like right now, I feel like people are for some weird reason competing with me at the gym. I'm like, dude, we're not in competition. I'm just doing more of the fucking same. And that, that mentality, it leaks over to everywhere I go, man. 
maybe that's just me thinking they're competing with me. But I do feel the sense of like this weird competition of others when um, there just isn't a competition. I don't know why I feel that. So you're saying you actually don't feel like anyone's like, when you put out something, you don't see anyone trying to like compete with you. Well, yeah, I mean, I think there are people trying to compete. I mean, you have uh, a lot of people trying to compete like with like wallet watching and shit like that. Like I've seen that a lot, like where people don't believe that you can actually have an opinion on NFTs unless you have like a substantial wallet. I don't know if you've seen that. I mean, Nate Alex, it's his favorite card in the book. Uh, even though he shilled Art Gobblers at 24 ETH and now it's at 1.2, uh, you know he was he was actually posting he was doxing wallets with low account balances, who were critiquing that move by him, saying that these people have no idea what they what they're talking about because they don't have a bunch of uh, expensive doodles in their wallet. Do you feel like you can have an opinion on NFTs even if you don't uh, trade a ton of them? Well, what I, like I said, I I realize the people that are giving the most financial advice are the worst. Um, I, like I said, doxer portfolio. Yeah, Nate Alex, congratulations. You launched a, a hard fucking rug. You rent people for millions of dollars. But, you know, when this works, you can just good morning yourself back to, to grabbing attention. People are unaware. Did you know he launched a collection for millions of dollars in the bull market, and that's where all of his funding came from? What was the collection? <sighs> Dude, I don't remember. They try to, like, he tries to completely play it off. Like, it was, um, ah. dude, every time I talk to him about it, it's disgusting. It's like, okay, dude. Um, you rent everyone for millions of dollars. Don't come out here and tell people you're great traders and then getting people to buy in uh, a collection at like $35,000 and now it's valued at $1,500. All that mentality does is kill off the... He doesn't care though. Like He legitimately cannot see uh, a day past today. He doesn't have any type of vision whatsoever. He's just a notorious grifter. And yeah, he's just going to do and say whatever he needs to do to absolutely grip and continue, continue his shitty-ass lifestyle. I don't know how... Dude, I don't know. You can call me um, altruistic. You, you can call me whatever the fuck you'd like, Bart. But I would feel guilty as fuck if I was telling people to buy in at something at $35,000 and now it's valued at $1,500. I would feel the, the need to never talk about financial uh, incentives, financial gain ever, ever again. But the way he operates is um, through city-ass behavior. So um, do you feel any sense of guilt for chilling something at $35,000 and now it's valued at $1,500. Well, well, I don't show, I don't show things at $35,000. In fact, I don't show things at all. Uh, somebody earlier today was asking me what projects have the best community they want to buy into. I no longer feel comfortable making recommendations, even for just communities at this point in time. I could say that, Hey, I think, I think there's some cool people in this community, but in terms of financial advice, like nothing is being put out by this account because all I've learned is it's just a lose. Um, all I've learned is just a straight loss. You know, if people lose money, uh, they're not going to blame themselves. They're end up, they're actually going to end up blaming this account. So, I've actually had to pull back my opinion entirely when it comes to recommending things because I feel that there's a sense of responsibility uh, tied to it. I never see you recommending like hard buys on NFTs, even though you know some of my favorite influencers, you know, uh, such as like K Scummy or Nate Alex, you know, they're telling me that NFTs are a great buy at 24 ETH, and you know they're super bullish on them, even though they're dumping on retail. Uh, within 15 minutes of that move. I mean, why is it that you never are recommending NFTs? Because I'm looking to buy some, but and I'm looking at you, but you're never telling me to straight up buy something. Is there a reason you don't recommend NFTs anymore? Well, I don't know if I recommend, but I do try to share information that is relevant. Like We were talking about Bitcoin ordinals in depth yesterday and analyzing it and trying to make the best decision we can make going forward. 
not saying, hey, this is a great buy. We don't ridicule people if they didn't buy, like, hey, there's another boat leaving tomorrow and another boat leaving tomorrow, another boat. You don't have to catch that boat that's already halfway across the sea, swim across it and get absolutely dumped on when you get there. And that, that's the mentality that the Nate Alex's of the world carry themselves with. It's disgusting, dude. And I don't know how we ever douse that. I don't think we can. I really don't think there's a, and, and that's why like Web3 won't succeed until we figure out a way to fix that mentality where you can just good morning your way back to the top of just, and then rinsing everyone. It's real, dude, when you have someone like that, right? He has like, I don't know, like, I don't even know how many followers, like 100 plus thousand followers, right? And then I see someone get a bunch of likes. I don't, I'm like, as a new person into the space, if, if that hits my timeline, I'm believing that to be a legitimate source. You know, I think like social credibility comes with a lot of followers, a lot of engagement, and he gets those things. And and not knowing, like in the past, he got sent to zero. And guess what? His his way to claim back um, like social relevancy was by trying to shit on your account, try to shit on my account, try to shit on people that are kind of questioning the thoughts of, hey, um, is this thirty five thousand dollar NFT really worth thirty five thousand dollars? It wasn't wasn't we were like bearish or bullish, we were like just questioning um, how does all the volume get sucked into one singular collection. How does how does all this happen? Like, how did all these pieces come together? And when we start doing that, we get extremely attacked. Like, oh, this space has no alpha whatsoever. When in actuality, this space has the most alpha of any space I've participated in. The people that come up here and, and share their thoughts and ideas are very unique and, and from a perspective that aren't just blind bagging. Like, people are very capable of understanding that. I think holding my financial investments at a critical level is the best way to actually um, not only preserve capital, but also at the same time make capital. It, it is like it's like a non-cope space is what this is. Like you, you could have your mutant ape and be extremely critical of it, and no one will, will think any differently. But you go to those spaces, absolute cope space. And what I've realized is being bullish, just blind bullishness, is actually the best way to garner attention. Who wants to be critical of their own investment? It's not comfortable. It's not like you have to be financially mature to do those types of things. Like really question like. Did I actually make a bad play? Like, you know, it's, it's something that is taught in school to like never be wrong. Like it's it's wrong to be wrong. Like that, that it's like not normal. And you're actually reprimanded when you're wrong via like um, shitty report cards. And then that could also be further reprimanded through like detention. It's actually like a, a school, like a, it's not even, a, yeah, it's a nurture thing. It's not even nature. It's something that is actually developed through our school system, whatever. I'm going deep in the weeds here. But that's kind of like the thought process of just being bullish is actually the, like Machi's does the same thing with like aid point down. I'm like, dude, if you just vote everything through, you'll inherently be liked more by others. But he chooses not to. He chooses to go the route of critical thinking. And critical thinkers aren't rewarded. They're, they're not. And, and it's the, the, the toxic positivity, the wagging, are the people that are going to continue. It's, it's shitty, dude. Like, not only are they toxic positivity, but they weaponize it. They weaponize in such a way as like, oh, these people are extremely negative. When in fact, all we're trying to do is preserve our capital. All we're trying to do is make the best financial uh, investments with the capital that we have. We're not trying to um, be bearish on anything. We're not trying to be bullish on anything. We're trying to be honest about things. I think honesty actually triggers a lot of these wag me influences because they're extremely dishonest, extremely deceitful. It goes against everything that they kind of believe in and trying to garner attention through deceitful tactics. I mean, do you think it's good to be critical on your investments or do you think like your investments are a sound investment well you're you're in a different position being if someone on twitter right and you ever heard the thing the saying fuck the bulls nobody likes the bulls 
Dude, the bull is like the kid that reminds the teacher that, you know, they didn't collect the homework. Like the bell's about to ring. They're like, yo, weren't we supposed to turn in the homework? I'm sorry. I, that, I shouldn't have done a list. Um, I have respect for people that have uh, speech deficiencies. Um, so look, yeah, I mean, it's like the kid that wants the teacher to collect the homework at the end of the class. Nobody likes them. I mean, they're a fucking idiot because you, you'd be like sitting there sweating, looking at the clock. You're like, oh, shit, I didn't do that Spanish one pager. Um, and then, yeah, so look, the bulls are the same way. Nobody likes the bulls ever. Uh, nobody likes the bulls and they're always they're always annoying. So in much like that on Twitter, when you pull out a when you put out a bullish sentiment, people get pissed. Uh, you know, bag bias is very real. And when you're in a social environment like Twitter, you know, people love to fucking they, they hate it, dude, if they go to war for their bags. And, and the funny thing is, is many people will go to war for their bags and they won't know anything about real information. They just have this like gut instinct or they have this blindness. They're literally blinded by the bag. And therefore, they're going to support their bag regardless of any information or any data. And you see this on the timeline like, hey, you're critical of an investment. And then all the D gods holders come in. Well, <laughs> you're like, hey, um, you know, the, they said that the art was ready and they did the mint. And they collected like millions of dollars. And then like 48 hours later, they're like, hey, maybe the art is not ready. And you're like, I'm just pointing out facts about, you know, this one project. And all of a sudden, <laughs> so, you know, it's interesting to see this type of behavior, but I'm not surprised. Uh, it's happening every single day. Uh, am I critical of my own bags? Absolutely. I'm extremely critical of what Yuga does and, and the types of ways that they're spending their money. Uh, but you go to like a golden ape holder or, you know, you go to like the average like ape holder and like all of a sudden they're, they're pulling their suspenders up. Uh, they hate it when you talk bad about Yuga, but yeah, of course, I think you have to be critical with your investments. I mean, do you think NFTs, because of the sentimental and social value, are treated differently than something like stocks or uh, like options trading? Apparently, my headphones are unbearable to listen to, so now that's about right. It's okay. We switch over. It sounds better now. Great. I'm glad it sounds better. Interrupting my workout. Look, I'm making sacrifice right now to share information about how kind of crypto Twitter works at a, at a, a higher level. You know, maybe you could call me privy, maybe you could call me an asshole, but I do see like advantages I could take and I choose not to. It, why? Because it's short term benefit for long term. I don't actually grow. If I just go around pumping and dumping collections, do I ever become a better financial um, trader? Do I ever, am I ever able to learn? No, dude, it totally shuts off the learning process. I could, dude, I could easily capitulate into the, that, that shit, like, so, like, whatever, dude, it's whatever. Um, but, I, I, and I don't, but what, what's frustrating is the, the weaponized toxic positivity that I, I feel like is just com complete, um, completely competing with me when there isn't a competition to be had whatsoever. It's, it's really disgusting that they think that I'm in competition with them. There is no competition. I don't want to compete. The only person I'm competing with, Bart, is the Alex from yesterday. Did I do better than the Alex from yesterday? Some days, no. And that's when I'm disappointed with myself. So I need to continue to put myself through struggles. Right now, Twitter space, do you think I'm struggling to do these Twitter spaces, Bart? I mean, it sounds like you're struggling more with your workout than you are with the Twitter space. Do I think you're struggling with the Twitter spaces? No. It's just more of the same at this point. I mean, the struggle is really about... Uh, I don't even know at this point if there is a struggle with Twitter spaces. I think now it's like actually seeking honest and true information. Um, when I go to other Twitter spaces, it's very difficult to do that. So on Twitter, like finding actual information and having like genuine conversations is the most difficult thing now. Um, 
I think in the bear market, it is a little bit easier, but I'm also seeing as much as it is like there's less bag bias. I also think that there's even more desperate moves being made uh, now in the bear market, whether somebody's launching some like last minute collection, you know, flavor of the month type deal, or somebody's on their like last string of money and they need to like defend this collection at all, all purposes. I'm seeing some bad behavior. Not only that, I'm seeing desperation from some of your favorite influencers now resorting to not even talking about NFTs at all, but they're talking about like social things and like just drama of the week. Uh, and that's how I know we've, we've hit like a down bad point. I mean, do you think we're at the bottom or anywhere near the bottom of the bear market? Or do you still think that we have uh, some way to go, Alex? Hmm. I'm, it's kind of irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. Inflation's inevitable. The money, the world will continue to print money for all of eternity money will grow faster than anything so i really don't give a fuck about the day-to-days it's just what do i give a, I, I give a fuck about the future of web3 i actually do i i think that i i look i alex myself i've benefited a ton from this environment so i feel like there is a need for me to give back to it and the best thing i can do to give back is to do things like what we're doing right now have these type of conversations maybe someone learns something maybe someone just get helps to get through their day maybe um, someone's entertained. I don't know. I hope that's what we're doing. That's our goal. It's either um, learn or laugh. And then the third part is leave. But when I have to deal with this like outside noise, dude, it's really hard to like put my headphones on like max fucking volume and tune them the fuck out. And I feel like I have to step back and participate with their bullshit behavior and kind of like let them know that what you're saying is not true. And you actually need to look at the way you're behaving. And it, it's shitty, and it's really, um, it's it's really discern. It's like, it's something that makes even myself, who I believe has like high levels of conviction, not want to participate in crypto Twitter. So I don't know how you feel about the behavior of some of the biggest accounts participating in Web3, but I look for them to do uh, some self cannibalization in the near future. They're I've blocked them all. I've you'll never see a major influencer on this space anymore. I have blocked all of them. But look, when I saw, I, I like many, okay? Like this isn't a shot at many by any means. This is not a personal shot at many at all. But when I saw him launch a collection, I was like, whoa. It kind of took me back for a moment. I was like, um, is, that, is that what this is all about? Garner attention, monetize attention, garner attention, monetize attention. And maybe that's what this is all about. And that's not what it was about to me. Do you think that's all Web3 is about, is mo- grabbing attention, monetizing attention? Well, attention is one thing, yeah. I think the attention has definitely shifted in the bear market. I mean, what was once, you just put out a random tweet. You could literally say anything, get engaged. I was looking at your tweets from uh, 2022, especially like spring, summertime. I mean, some of your tweets were ridiculous, like community manager is more important than a developer. I mean, that tweet was like at like 2,000 likes. I mean, so I looked at the types of tweets that you were putting out. You were actually putting out like real information, like real thoughts, real data. And as the bear market continued to go down further, um, they became more and more like I feel like you were becoming more punished for actually trying to put out like critical information. And your account was actually shrinking with the more information you put out. So now at this point, all I've really seen happen in, in the bear market is just like a reduction of critical thinking and like good behavior on the timeline and and more just like farm and like pumping out random collections. And and look, yeah, I mean, there's no shots at anybody, but now what I'm starting to see is a lot of people were reliant on Web3 for a job 
and they're either losing these jobs or money is like drying up from trading. And now they're resulting to um, sort of like last ditch efforts where they either need to leave Web3 or they need to launch some sort of collection or pull some sort of move to stay in there. I mean, do you think that this is a healthy shakeout? I mean, is this getting rid of the bullshit or do you think we're actually losing uh, like real people during this this type of bear market? We're absolutely losing uh, real people. I try to um, disassociate myself a little bit from Web3 and like analyze it from a different view, get outside of the echo chamber. Um, I join in some of these equities spaces. You know, they're down bad too, but I don't ever see them getting attacked from other spaces, from other people operating in the same sector. It's really weird that this happens in Web3. I, I don't understand what they get out of out of it, I guess. It, it's a really shitty mentality that's happening. It is, a, it is like a hack, it's, a, it's an intention hack. You attack someone and then apologize, and then attack someone and then apologize, and continue this cycle until, guess what's coming? It's, it's gonna happen, look. The, um, the self-cannibalization is the next thing. They're running out of people to attack, Bart. They're going to start attacking themselves and then you're guaranteed, guaranteed within the next month or two, you're going to see major influencers start attacking one another. They, we, were, we were a very easy target. You know, we, we were, we're very attackable because we don't just put out blind bullishness. You know, if, if I put out blind bullishness, how can you ever attack me? You really can't. But we were, we were hosting critical spaces and it was very frustrating that Twitter is such like a public application that anyone can join. I, look, I, I don't want you to join unless you're a critical thinker. I don't want to be surrounded by people that aren't mature enough to understand that, hey, I made a bad investment. I need to reevaluate this. I need to learn from this mistake instead of trying to make some bullshit about how I didn't make a mistake and you need to buy my bags. No, dude, that's not how this works. You, 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 look, there's, you can either do two things with your investments. If you lose money, then you learn. Or you can go the other way. You can earn. So it's either learn or earn. There's no like, oh shit, I lost money. I'm gonna try to bullshit my way back to the top. No, that's not how this works. All right, hang on. We've got Miss Teen Crypto, Bitcoin Crypto, NFTs Gaming, Event Speaker, Miss Teen Crypto Podcast, YouTube. We got a big YouTuber up here, Bart. Uh-oh, YouTube. You know, I've actually, I heard YouTube was going to zero. I think it's a, a waste of time to go on YouTube. I don't think it's a good use of your time at all. Let, let's pass it over to Miss Teen Crypto. Miss Teen Crypto, how do you feel about YouTube and Twitter? Hi, Alex, Bark, Dub, Tout, Fongo, all the friends up here. It's nice to see you. Thank you for having me. I don't think we actually, all three, I don't think we've spoken before. So um, I think Twitter's cool. I think free speech is good. And the changes have been good. At the same time, there's some technical difficulties, as we found. You know, Twitter was down a little bit yesterday. I think YouTube is getting better as well. I was starting to get a little bit upset with YouTube at one point because they started taking down my videos. Like uh, I did a, an interview with Charlie Lee, the creator of Litecoin about MWeb, like the privacy function on Litecoin, and they said it was dangerous. And then I had an appeal. They gave it back to me, thankfully. But since Elon took over Twitter, I actually see a lot less people getting censored on YouTube and TikTok and everything like that. And I also just wanted to add on to before as well, when you said people left, I think, I don't think a lot of people left. I think people that left were maybe new to the market and got wrecked because they made bad decisions. But those are the same people that come back when the market goes up and they come back harder. Okay, so Miss Teen Crypto, uh, so you're a YouTuber and you're also on Twitter at the moment. 
what has your success been on you? Or what is like your story been on YouTube? I know that a lot of people are now, especially with the problems of Twitter, are now looking to go more poly platform, especially for actually consuming news because Twitter has become just filled with so much bullshit. How has your experience been on YouTube so far being in the crypto and NFT uh, industry? At the start, it was really hard. And I think it was that it was the same way on Instagram because and Facebook as well, because people, when they mentioned Bitcoin two years ago, they would just get banned. Same on TikTok. And I think a lot of that has opened up recently. Um, and for news, I really do like Twitter because it's like on the spot. You hear the fresh stuff and then kind of on YouTube a day later, you're able to have like the full workup, like more news, more articles and more in-depth analysis. But I think for Twitter, having that straight away idea of what's going on is important. Um, but I do think building on YouTube is getting better in terms of crypto content, being able to put out this stuff, especially because, again, if you talked about certain things, they would censor you, like especially CBDCs is something that they don't want people talking about. OK, have you so you've seen censorship for your your videos before? You know, I, you said Charlie Lee, uh, your interview with him got taken down. Have you seen like censorship affect your content to the point where it becomes difficult to produce or is it kind of random? I was never like it was a little bit random for me, but like I don't go crazy like I'm not crazy political and I don't like I don't like to like go like on this crazy route. I'm pretty neutral with what I talk about. Um, it's just like the whole concept of like Bitcoin and blockchain they didn't want discussed for a long time. But like I said, I think that's kind of over and more people are talking about it. It's all inevitable. YouTube's looking into their own NFTs as well. So, you know, they're going to have to embrace crypto and that content if they want their products to succeed in the end. You know, Alex, what I think is super interesting is I see YouTube sort of has its own thing going on. I think there's a lot of YouTubers. They have their own community. They have their own like discussions and they kind of live in this own world. You know, every single YouTube person has like a, a, a banner with their like face on it and like a bunch of coins like flying through with a bunch of sparks and shit. Um, do you think that we're missing out on like a whole side of Web3 by being on Twitter exclusively? Well, the thing about Twitter is it's less of an echo chamber than if we go into like the YouTube realm. If we go to YouTube, I mean, look, you hosted three or four of these right now, um, maybe five. I don't know. You have like um, like 30 people participating, which is pretty decent. You know, 30 people is enough to fill a class. Well, my classroom. I, I had a, I grew up in a small classroom. <laughs> Drop. I mean, how many? How many? You say you thirty is a small classroom? I have like eight kids. You have eight kids, so enough to fill up uh, almost four classrooms. You know, you can whatever. Um, so you know, it starts with thirty, and then it starts to go bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, brick by brick. Um, and yeah, I think the problem becomes then is the echo chamber that that then exists. Uh, it looks like Miss teams up with. D's. I don't know if you know who D's is. Um, Big Yeah. Uh, uh oh. They're coming up. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, geez, you get like three viewers on YouTube, and all of a sudden, um, you're gonna send cry emojis when you interrupt the number one influencer in all blockchains combined, which is fine. That's fine. Look, I'm used to people um, coming up with their sense of entitlements. We have D's on here quite frequently, and um, he's always interesting to hear. Big Cardano Max. He's trapped in his own echo chamber, though. But I will say that that's how I discovered NFTs was through him. He, he launched uh, Pluto's Alliance and I um, cashed out and then it left me down this avenue and I went down the Twitter avenue because it was more decentralized. It was, it was, but it's becoming to the point where everyone is now in their own, like it's, it's like it's became so bad that Twitter is now an echo chamber. Everyone is now talking about the exact same thing. There's no more need to 
um, talk about different, like it's literally Bitcoin ordinals. You can go to any space right now, they're probably talking about Bitcoin ordinals. I mean, Miss Teen, what's your thoughts on, on DZ and uh, Bitcoin? Um, I actually had DZ on my show like last week. Um, I think his story is pretty cool. I think his come up is pretty cool. Uh, same for BitBoy. They're both people that really came from nothing and created something. So I think like no matter how you feel about them, you have to give them the recognition that they really did come from nothing and made such a big thing. Um, and I think, you know, however you feel about BitBoy, again, you know, with the FTX SBF thing, he was the one that lit the fire first and was trying to put out pro crypto bill, gave it to SBF and FTX for backing. Then they wanted to make their own federal bit license, which would literally eclipse peer to peer transactions. DeFi, everything that we're here for. So if it wasn't for him maybe lighting the fire when he did, we, FTX and SBF would have gone farther and caused a little bit more damage to the space than they did, um, which I really don't think was much because we need to, again, clean out these bad actors. Um, but I, I do stand behind them. I think they're cool people, and I think they're just trying to do their best to educate. Um, so that's my opinion. Are you, um, I, I think he's been tied up into a bunch of shitcoin pump and dumps. Are you familiar with this? Um, I, I've heard some stuff, but I haven't looked too deep into it. But I mean, listen, like, you know, people, sometimes people make mistakes. You can't, you know. No. Um, I, don't... I, I, don't, I don't really know. Like, like I said, I don't really know, like, you know, what happened with, like, all that token stuff. Um, I wasn't really there for that. But like I said, like, they are just, I pay attention to the education end and how they are, you know, essentially building and trying to educate. Which one would you get? Yeah. That was the bottom. And we... Who, who's that? I don't know who that was. I think oh, sorry. I was actually looking at your, your channel, Missing Crypto. I noticed you do a lot of live streams, like exclusively live streams, basically. Um, how would you compare these live streams to Twitter spaces? I don't really host Twitter spaces, so I'm not sure if I can compare. Like when I do host, like it's it's pretty good. Uh, but I think like consistency is key. Just like you want to keep building Twitter spaces, keep building on YouTube as well. Just consistently do your live streams. I mean, <clears throat> sorry, um, I've been doing the Missing Crypto show for a little while now. Um, it wasn't consistent at the beginning, but now it's like one to four times a week. And then the daily zest I started like a month or two ago, and that's Monday through Thursday. And I've seen by doing that more, you know, it helps. Um, but I just like doing it because I like to do it. Um, so it's not anything like extremely calculated, you know, but it's something I enjoy doing. And I'm seeing some more improvement with that. What would it take to get the, the number one influencer, the number one most polarizing figure onto Miss Teen's crypto, um, like collaborative effort to kind of disclose a little bit of information that everyone could probably enjoy and listen to and probably learn something or definitely if you're not learning they're definitely going to be laughing I mean, i've made look i've made countless mistakes and it's important that i learn from them and and like getting back to the bitcoin going full circle here yeah bitcoin made a ton Bit, uh, i'm mean, sorry bitboy made a ton of fucking mistakes but he learned from all of them and he became and it, like compare him from like the bitboy today versus the one years ago it's, it's night and day um people give him shit all the time I'm like well the people that are giving him shit what have you guys done what, what really have you guys done? And you go look at their resume, it's just bullshit. They haven't done anything. It's always the people that have done the, the absolute nothing, giving the absolute most accountability, most feedback. It wasn't like I was setting up BitBoy there. It was more of me like sharing my personal experience of all the mistakes I made within NFTs, and then the people that are holding me accountable are the people that haven't done anything in NFTs. Like, what, what have you done? The person that's holding me accountable, other than um, nothing, what have you done? But yeah, what would it take? How much do I have to pay to get on this uh, 
what is your YouTube channel called? Like, you're talking Miss about the Mr. Crypto. Crypto Show? The Miss Teen, the okay, Miss Teen Crypto Show, featuring what? random people I've never heard of. Bitcoin bulls persist! Big Bitcoin moves this week with Jason Casper, Amazon, and NFTs. Look at these titles. I notice you use your face on every single title. Bitcoin bulls versus the bears. You seem to talk about uh, Bitcoin a lot. Oh, look at her Miss most Teen recent Crypto. one. Litecoin. We talked to the Litecoin founder face-to-face. Met we had him, lunch with that. Had that lunch with him. I I explained to him that Litecoin was my entry into. Wait, this is your pen tweet. Yeah, I've had Charlie Lee on my show three times, and I also did the Litecoin ten year anniversary interview for LA Blockchain Summit. Well, it's funny. Well, I I got to talk to him. Bart got to talk to him. I was like, Yeah. A uh, really great story here. Um, you know, Litecoin was my entrance into uh, crypto. I was like, I'm really grateful, and he didn't even crack a smile. That, that dude is rough and tough. I'm like, he made me think, like, doesn't matter how much money I make, Alex. <laughs> if I'm pissed off, I'm pissed. And money cannot buy, it cannot, it also won't bring sadness. With that in mind, it will not bring sadness. But happiness can't be achieved through the garner of money. So I was like, wait a second. Um, I, th- I, I, I shared a pretty intimate story with him about Lit- Litecoin. He did not give a flying fuck. He, he didn't like, give a fuck, dude. He was like, get the fuck away He didn't give a me. fuck. <laughs> Yeah, he actually didn't care. Um, yeah, I mean, look, he may be on your show, Miss Teen Crypto, but we were eating shrimp with him. Uh, so, I mean, who's really winning? Um, so you seem to be interviewing a lot of people on the show. I don't recognize any of these MFers, honestly. Are these YouTube people? Like, is there a whole YouTube side? Because I've noticed some of the biggest YouTubers don't have any influence on Twitter and vice versa. Some of the biggest Twitter influencers have no influence on YouTube. Do you see a divide? And are you trying to attack that divide yourself? I mean, I don't see that much of a divide. I think a lot of, like, you know, I've had, like, Benjamin Cohen, BitBoy on the show, CZ Binance, uh, Charlie Lee, people from Fox Business, two Fox Business anchors, two CNBC anchors. Um, I've had people from the New York government on my show as well. And, like, I've had just pretty much, like, a lot of people. I have Ben Askren, um, the, the fighter. Also, Chris Cyborg. She's a Bellator MMA champ right now. So, like, I try to, like, cover every base because I want to get crypto people in, YouTubers, Twitter people, and other people outside of crypto because the show's not mostly about crypto. It's mostly about the person I'm interviewing, like, their journey, how they started off in, like, college, how they got to where they are now. Because especially in crypto, we're all from different places in the world. We're all different ages, different socioeconomic statuses, yet we all end up in the same place, a part of one revolution. So that's more of what the show is about rather than, like, who's from where or what that, like, you know, if they're mainly in crypto. Awesome. I, um, so like I go back, you have a Calendly. It seems like everyone has a Calendly that's booked like a month. Is that how you schedule to be on the Miss Teen Crypto show? Um, so I, I like personally handle the scheduling. I don't have a Calendly for that right now. Cause I feel like, like, I don't have like a set time for the Miss Teen Crypto show. It's mostly like when my guests are available, I try to do them 4 PM Easterns in the afternoons, like whenever my guests are available. But if you want to schedule, we could talk separately. Um, well, the way I operate, don't operate in DMs. It's just straight. We're going to start a space and we're going to talk about everything above board. Okay. Are you scheduled for 4 PM Eastern today? Actually, yeah, I have a show at uh, I have a show at three o'clock. Damn. Okay. What about tomorrow? Um, I don't know. I don't even have my calendar in front of me. 
That's okay. She's Alex, big dog. Let's, let's talk in DMs. Oh, Alex. She's big yeah. dog. Look, no, there's no. Like DMs, the, but you know, like... actually, Twitter has disabled Alex's DMs on that account. Are you it's one of the only. Yeah. Yes. Oh wait. This account Alex, has been permanent. Is he butting you right now? No. Um. This account was permanently suspended last month. Oh uh, what? Yeah. I don't know what for. It's wow. Like, I, I know exactly what it was for. I'm not going to repeat it on spaces, though. It may lead to a further permanent suspension. So, yeah, it's very important that I cannot talk in DM, so. Do you have Telegram? I'm at Miss Team Crypto on Telegram. I, um, this account will never DM you. This account no, owns no other social media account. Oh, damn. All right, so I guess. Alex, do you, have Twitter, do you have Twitter spaces, Alex? I do have Twitter do do spaces. <laughs> okay, you could schedule it on there. Most <laughs> Well, you have a Miss Discord. Team, well, Miss, no, I don't. That's not me. If while Miss Teen Crypto is finding at their, their calendar, I'm gonna go around the room here. Uh, Dup, have you bought any of these Bitcoin ordinals? It's really funny. These ordinals are now worth more than the OG Crypto Punks. What a genius idea! Yeah. Oh shit, I missed the Crypto Punk wave. You know what? We'll just start up a fucking pump and dump on Bitcoin called Crypto Punk ordinals with no team, an undocked team that no one's ever heard of. But we'll all get in on it and then try to pump it onto retail. But were you in? Were you in on it, Duck? Am I in on? I'm never in on anything. I miss all the alpha, so no, I wasn't in it. Um, I'm also too poor to afford it. I, I don't have a single Bitcoin to my name, King. I don't have a what? What is it? A Satoshi? I don't have any of that. Um, I, I can't fucking grind two pennies together on Bitcoin. So uh, I'm missing this boat, sadly. I, I want to see if. Does Miss Teen Crypto have any of these NFTs? Sorry, I missed that. You froze. Which NFTs? Bitcoin ordinals. Have you heard oh, of them yet? Yeah, I've heard of them. I don't have any. Um, no, not yet. Why? Well, maybe um, because the, the most infamous one, the only one that's worth any type of money, there was only 100 of them. You know what else that, that had only 100 of? The, the golden Reddit avatars. They ran up to 50K. And um, now they're worth, like, they're down 90%. And they were shilled hard as fuck. Similar, I'm seeing the exact same uh, social sentiment behavior on, on the avatars that we're seeing with these Bitcoin ordinals, and, or the CryptoPunk ordinals for that. And, and for that reason, I'm going to say this is not here to stay. These ordinals are not here to stay whatsoever. The, the technology, yeah, it was just found out in November, but you, you've got, like, just opportunists at this point trying to find... Um, technology that maybe people aren't aware of or just aren't privy to and you got these opportunists um, yeah dude you can't afford a 50k Bitcoin order well, guess what I'm not buying one absolutely not buying one they can't buy one either duck they bought in at like uh, 0.1 Bitcoin and now they're trying to sell it for like three to four Bitcoin um, they don't care about it dude. Can, can you watch the network on Bitcoin I thought about it. Look, all you need is a, a Bitcoin note. I was researching it. Um, it takes five minutes to set up on a, a Raspberry Pi. I already have one set up. You, they literally already have software um, pre-made for this exact. I mean, if you need I a want, node. It's like fifth. It's like 500 gigs. Yeah. All I need is good is a, an external hard drive. Plug it into my my Raspberry Pi, and then bingo, bango. Five minutes later, we got a Bitcoin note. We're printing off these ordinals. Should I go and take opportunity? Exist. I could easily do it. Should I do it, Doc? Um, yeah. Why not? So just... That's your conviction, Dub? Why not? Yeah, why not? That's, That's your... Dude, 
That's a gut feeling type of mf'er. You know, you ask him like, "Hey, why are you bullish on Solana?" He's like, "I don't know. I just like it." No, dude, we have the best builders. I told okay. you that a hundred oh. times. Oh, all right. I know. Oh, imagine I know. Solana mf'ers on Bitcoin. They'd have the best infrastructure around. Okay. Well, no, because one Bitcoin is worth the entire look, chain. We interact with way more than fucking hundred people, and it would inadvertently just pump really hard and then dump really hard too. I don't think it's really responsible. To- that's the point. No, you get out before it dumps. Mm. Look, I like the fact of building on top of Bitcoin. There's going to be no other blockchain that's better to build on. And I would recommend people to build on Bitcoin. But the technology, this ordinal shit is, um, from what I'm researching, it's just bullshit, dude. It's like building on top of a single Satoshi. And what's making matters worse is the people that are, damn it, dude. The people that are shilling it are just trying to dump on you. Like, that's what it feels like to me. It, it doesn't have anything to do with, like, futuristic technology or solving any t- problems whatsoever. They're just trying to financially gain off of retail. I don't know. That's just my that's just my thoughts, okay? You can get upset with me if you'd like, but I would love to look at the price chart of this fucking ordinal in about a month from now. Do you think that it's going to stay at, like, valued at, like, 80K? I, look, there's no even floor price because it's all OTC traded. And it's all... The, the, the thing is, the founder's like, oh, this trade went through for 9.5 Bitcoin for a single ordinal. Okay, someone bought a single ordinal for 210 fucking thousand dollars uh, yesterday. How am I supposed to believe? Oh, you know, because we said so. It's, it's, it, we said so. You know, here's the, here's the transaction here. I, I don't know if I believe any of this. Can, can you put X Marketplace on Bitcoin? Do you want us to? Yes. Yeah, can, can you do that? Like, that can happen. Like, do you actually want us to is the it's, real question. You should. Everybody's doing their OTC trading or it's calculating on a spreadsheet. Um, so, okay, if you're serious about this stuff, like, we were looking into the uh, technical capabilities of something like this. See, the problem is, is, you know, I asked, uh, I actually asked the YouTube live chat. Uh, we ran a poll. Uh, we're on YouTube at the moment. We said, I said, are Bitcoin NFTs here to stay? Uh, 58%, 58% said yes, 42% said no, they're just a fad. The problem is, Dup, is I don't know if this is a fad or if this is actually uh, here to have lasting power. I mean, we Why saw the same thing with Reddit Avatar. Okay, Bitcoin's we'll look at the Reddit the greatest Avatar. blockchain of all time. Okay, hold on. Okay, Dup. One's Deflate on Polygon that nobody Deflate uses. Deflate the balloon a little bit. Deflate the balloon a little bit. Look, we saw the same thing with Reddit avatars. I mean, we saw the absolute run-up of Reddit avatars. We were considering a Reddit marketplace. I mean, Dup. I'm pretty sure you told us to build a Reddit avatar marketplace, actually. So uh, I'm hearing you say the same thing about Bitcoin. I mean, do you seriously think Bitcoin NFTs are here to stay or you think they, they're just a fad? Well, one, you're a habitual liar because you weren't hired by X Marketplace until after the fad of Reddit avatars happened. So that never happened. Um, well, but two, I think, I think the Bitcoin NFTs will stay. I think it, it has a lasting power. I think enough people support the blockchain in general. Um, to then put NFTs on top of it, I think is just another layer to add to it, which I think is important. So um, I'm being very honest. I think there should be a marketplace of some sorts or at least some infrastructure to allow more people to jump on because right now it's just watch this YouTube video, download a node, um, and good luck. Yeah, but isn't that the fun part of it? Like the nerds trading in Discord? Mm. I've heard that they get like this weird kick out of it. You know when like beer heads 
they like love like touching all like the hops and shit and then like they put on their flannels and run around the brewery and stuff they just love like the art of making beer even though like 99% of people don't give a fuck uh, i think it's the same play with these i think it's the same play with these bitcoin nfts they just love the experience of having to do dangerous you know otc trades via discord so do you not see that there's like value in the fact that like they're like get one more like shot at degeneracy like 2011 satoshi nakamoto like rebirth isn't that the value I, I mean, yeah, I think you should add infrastructure. I think if you want to keep it on that case of making it like as uh, <laughs> exhilarating as possible, maybe like if you trade a Bitcoin NFT on X marketplace, you have to coin flip. And if it if you choose the wrong one, you lose that entirely. So that's another element of just um, degeneracy, right? Well, the um, look the it's being discussed at the moment so whether or not it's worth it is still to be determined uh, i think we need to watch demand closely i know that there's probably already people trying to get their hands on it um tr- trying to get their hands on a marketplace at the moment alex what do you think about bitcoin nfts as a marketplace you think they'll like open and these mfers will be picking this up or you think that they, this is really more just more of just like a pump and dump uh you know s- small controlled group i would love to get like a bitcoin maxi on the case of this i guarantee they're bearish as fuck on this idea. It's clogging up the fucking network of these ordinals that no one really asked for other than my favorite influencer. I see this solving zero fucking problems. You know, it's, what's the, what is the point? Um, the, the, and it's not an NFT, it's an ordinal. They're, they're to, two totally different things. You know, you, you, they've already had um, NFTs on, on Bitcoin. Okay, so... Let me just kind of break down the, the good versus kind of bad. Maybe brings more financial use cases to Bitcoin. Um, drives probably more demand for block space, a.k.a. fees. They're going to get more fees. So those are kind of the goods. Um, the bads are, right now, It's you're having to trust. And, you know, that's what crypto is like. Literally, it, it's contradicting of crypto. It's supposed to be like a, a permissionless system. But right now, there's nothing but OTC trading right now, and my my favorite influencers are showing it at the top of the uh, at the top of the rooftops. You know, we've got Dingling, the biggest NFT whale, now showing it. Who comes in after Dingling? You know, like are you? I'm out, dude. I, when I see Dingling enter a position, I've realized that is the fucking top. No one's coming. You're the What's that? You're the liquid. You're the actual liquid. By the time you hear about it, you know, by the time Dingling gets his hand on it, he's already getting ready to hit that sell button. So, I mean, but you think that you still think that Bitcoin. You're rocking, bro. You're underwater. We need you to get out of the scuba gear. We need to get you back on, on land. Um, yeah, dude. I don't uh, know. Are Bitcoin company. NFTs. Yeah, we can kick. We can kick the TV guy. Uh, are Bitcoin NFTs still a good buy at this point? Are Bitcoin NFTs. Do I think that buying a CryptoPunk derivative for more than what a OG crypto punk that has had been around here for years and versus an ordinal that's been around here for days is a good investment. Is that what you just asked me? No, I asked you what your favorite flavor of ice cream was. I think it's a fucking terrible investment strategy at the moment. Until they've streamlined the technology to where it's usable for the average consumer it's complete speculation and complete manipulation. When you're dealing with a, a supply of 100, you can easily run that up. A 100-piece collection can be manipulated so very easily. Okay. Well, look, you, think, you say it's a bad idea. What happened to people who bought Bitcoin 
when they were looking at the white paper back on those old forums. They didn't have the technology. They didn't have the infrastructure. But fuck, when Bitcoin was $1, it wasn't a bad buy back then. So you're still saying because of the infrastructure, it's a bad buy? I mean, I, was, I can make the case that that's bullish, motherfucker. Okay. Well, look, you're comparing apples and oranges at the moment. The closest comparison that I'll what? make... Uh, the closest the closest um one to one like if you're wanting to compare things we really have to compare this to the the golden reddit avatars the 100 piece collection that was shielded in the exact same fashion uh this was my favorite influencer shielded the fuck out of these they even had me believing that this was like a, a legitimate here to stay product and where am I left? Well, I bought a bunch of them. I'm down tremendously. Do I blame them? No, I absolutely do not. I, I learned from my mistakes. Will I make the same mistake twice? No, I won't. I won't fall for this weird obfuscated technology at the moment that isn't even streamlined, that's already ran up 2000% and they want to tell me this is a good buy. No, I, I won't. I would rather look if I'm gonna sit, put that much capital into something. I might as well just go to the fucking casino, dude. Put it, put it on red or black, and on the roulette table. It's very similar. If I want to preserve capital, if I want my capital to continue to grow, it's not going to be on these ordinals. Not right now. There's no real indicators that tells me, other than the fact that they ran up two thousand percent in the past week, that it's a good investment. You know, the, the what about the historical value? What historical value? The one-week value? The first NFT to pump on Bitcoin. Okay, what about the first NFT to pump on uh, Polygon? Well, that's Trump, I, I guess. Maybe Trump. Oh, well, Reddit avatars were the first ones to pump. Yeah, look where they're at. Oh, that's... Look, I mean, uh, functions in... And Bored Ape still hasn't done anything except make Temple Run and a bunch of NFTs. So, I mean, I think there is historical value in the fact that it's pumping at the moment. You don't never underestimate the value of the pump. I mean, look, you're at the gym right now. You should know it. Actually, you're on your way back home, so you probably didn't even get a pump. But don't underestimate the value of the pump. You're saying that them being the first NFT and pumping that has no value. Are you saying that that doesn't have value for historical or investment purposes? I'm just saying I would analyze it a lot more before I get involved in something that costs uh, $60,000. Now, what I'll say is the ones that are minting for 0.01 Bitcoin, yes, those are probably worth getting involved in the opportunists that are doing their opportunities right now. They're going to continue to try to take opportunity of this. You know, they, what I believe is happening is they're creating a demand off of this, um, this crypto punk ordinal and then they're letting that demand leak out into these other quote unquote mints like, oh shit, there's a, you know, they've created this um, human psyche that makes me believe that, you know, if I buy it at 0.01 Bitcoin, maybe this one can go to nine Bitcoin. Do you think there'll be another Bitcoin ordinal that will go from 0.1 Bitcoin to nine Bitcoin in a week? 0.1 to nine, maybe. Maybe. Well, work then. If you believe that that to be true, then they're trapped to work because. Why is it You believe in ghosts? Maybe. Well, it's like, well, then you're going to get haunted. Well, you believe in ghosts. Well, you didn't believe in ghosts until, you know, we heard a noise in the office. 
you know, you told me you were in the military. You were telling me how we cleared rooms and threw flashbangs and like, you know, you can't kill a Marine. You only rendezvous in hell. And then the AC made a funny noise and you ran out of the office as fast as you possibly could. So, look, there's nothing wrong with having there's a difference between conviction and saying something could happen. Do I think another Bitcoin and it's hit the market and fly? Absolutely. I mean, look, Dup's got Dup's salivating at the mouth. You know, anytime there's like a one percent gain, Dup can't handle himself. Throws all of his logic out the window. Is like, well, you know, I'm really bored. Uh, cold brew in a can because it tastes better. Yeah, I mean, look, look, people obviously they don't think when things are pumping. And if Bitcoin NFTs start to pump, degenerates are looking for their next move, king and queens. Uh, we have Miss Teen Crypto up here. Yeah, so when things are pumping, people lose all inhibitions and they just want to throw money at the fucking wall. And if Bitcoin NFTs are pumping and the 100 ordinals, these punks, they're inaccessible. They're going to look for that next hit, that next little thing. So they're going to look for the next club. So I, I actually do look for Bitcoin NFTs to continue pumping. Or you're saying that they've already peaked out. It's too late. Is that where we're at? Is it too late to get into Bitcoin NFTs? Well, what I think they did was set a good trap. They set a really good trap. They created this sense of, oh, shit, I may be able to turn 0.1 Bitcoin into 9.5 Bitcoin. The same trap that was set up with the avatars. I could turn $10 into 10 or actually $50,000. And now the people that believe that, including myself, are down 90 plus percent. I look for all these Bitcoin ordinals to fade to fucking absolute irrelevancy. It's, it's, um, it's really sad to see that these influencers are actually going to push more people. Do you think that's going to bring um, these Bitcoin ordinals will bring more people? And do you think Bitcoin maxis are like, holy shit, we have NFTs, actually ordinals, they're not even NFTs. We got ordinals on our blockchain. We're going to be converting our, our Bitcoin into ordinals. Do you think that's what Bitcoin maxis are set out to do? Well, I think the Bitcoin maxis are actually pissed. I mean, if you go look up hashtag Bitcoin NFTs, every laser-eyed motherfucker is like, they can't handle themselves. I mean, holy shit. Uh, the transaction cost of trading a Bitcoin went from 30 cents to 60 cents. I can't, I don't know where I'm going to sleep tonight. I'm so mad. Uh, you know, Bitcoin NFTs get mad at everybody. They just hate each other. Look, I'm looking at Missing Crypto's page. You know, every other post is about Bitcoin. Like, holy shit, the Bitcoin bulls are here. And then the next one is Bitcoin's in danger. I mean, look, she just fucking flip flops like a pancake at IHOP. But what I will say is, is will Bitcoin NFTs bring more people to NFT, bring more people to Web3? Maybe. I mean, Bitcoin's a household name. Everybody knows about Bitcoin. And then and then a few people know about ETH and then nobody knows about Solana. No one gives a fuck about Solana. But outside of those two coins, Bitcoin and Ethereum, most NFT, most cryptos are completely under the rug. I mean, they're under the map. They're off the map. People don't know about them. So, hey, if Bitcoin all of a sudden has NFTs, it could be bullish. It could There could be a bullish sign here. I mean, do you not see, like, the brand value in Bitcoin getting NFTs and how that could actually, like, it'll be in the news. Like, I see Coindesk writing articles. I see Coin360. I mean, like, all, like, the news channels are now writing articles about Bitcoin NFTs. Do you not see how this could actually be a potential onboarding? Well, I absolutely do. I, I, I think I, that was the first thing I came out and said. I said, you're building on the best current blockchain you're building the best store of value on top of the best store of value but do i think there's a lot of opportunities being taken advantage of at the moment absolutely i don't believe there's a legitimate team on this ordinal uh, bandwagon at the moment and i believe it's just a, a trap that was set up you, you you pump a 100 piece collection and you create this demand of all these secondary collections these derivative collections and that's where they're taking advantage of you that is exactly you're going to go out of your way including myself we'll probably go out of our way to go try to find these um, next 
crypto punk ordinals that just will never come to existence. But they will have farmed so much Bitcoin out of you, so much liquidity out of you. They've, they've, you know, um, and it's really disgusting, dude. You know why? This is what the, the thing that really like grinds my gear are the people that are coming here every single day. The, the people that are actually trying to build, not build, solve a legitimate problem in digital identity. I, I would say that's probably like the current problem that we're having at the moment. And they get shit on by this, you know? They're, they're completely drowned out by some fucking fad, some fucking um, trap that's being set out by the biggest influencers in this space. Instead of the biggest influencers trying to solve problems, they're just trying to financially gain off of retail. And you could call it whatever you like, but you're falling victim to this trap at this very moment. It's a, well, it's a I haven't fallen victim to shit. What are you talking about, dude? I just, I'm observing it, dude. I mean, I'm not a, the mouse, the mouse is looking at the mouse trap. I'm observing the cheese. I'm saying, oh, it's a cheddar. Mm, maybe a Colby Jack, uh, but I'm not biting the cheese. I haven't fallen into the trap yet. Uh, I think people, I don't, I, I haven't seen a single person in Web3, like engaging on the timeline that's actually bought. Do you know anyone that's actually bought one of these? Or is this all just like hype and speculation? Yes. I do. Um, Tropo Farmer was shilling it extremely hard. You know, the, the same person that was shilling $35,000, the same person that rugged eGold with uh, Beanie Maxi. The, 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 like, those are the people that are trying to say this is the technology that we should invest in. The people that are extreme opportunists, extreme grifters. Do you think that I'm getting behind that movement when I see Tropo Farmer? No, dude. I'm, I'm actually. He's counter-signaling me. He's telling me that, hey, this is the top, Alex. Stay the fuck away from this. That's been the Well, don't you want to make money, Alex? Isn't, don't you want to make money? Do I, I want to lose money? I don't, know I, mean, of a, a single, I don't know of a single financial play that Tropa Farmers ever made or ever shilled and others made any type of financial gain on. And I don't know. I do. He's made plenty of people money. I mean, he did a five-way split on the blue token rug. So, like, f all five of them got money. He made four people money. So, what are you talking about? I, it's whatever, dude. Um, I'll continue to analyze it, though. I'm not going to, like... I'm just saying, like, currently, I think it's a, a, a fad. I don't think it's here to stay. And I think it's, it's really shitty that they'll go out of their way to promote this instead of promote things that are beneficial to Web3. I, why do you think they're not talking about things that are benefiting Web3. Why do you think they're talking about Bitcoin ordinals? Mm. I mean, at this point, what could benefit Web3? I mean, what would you expect them to talk about? I mean, they've already, uh, the reputation is already in the gutter. I mean, at this point, they've only got a couple more chances left. So why not promote Bitcoin NFTs? Why not get a significant holding? I mean, what do you expect them to do at this point? You expect them to turn around and like fix their reputation and like become great people now that Web3 is completely uh, being Thank abandoned you, uh, by the people that built it. And um, Light Old Bay, Steam. Thank you. Um, yeah, dude, I look for them to just continue to monetize the attention that they're garnering off of Good Mornings. It's a problem with Twitter. I don't know how we ever get over this hump. It seems like an inevitable hump that will never, ever get over. Um, it'll never get over it. So what I'm probably going to set out to do, I'm going to go buy a hard drive, 500 gigabytes, and just make a mockery of them. They're like, look, this is the technology. Here, I just printed out a bunch of ordinals. We'll all get in for free. There's no need to go buy in this pump and dump collection that the tropo farmers of the world are shilling down our throat with an, a complete A19. No. Dude, we'll, we'll do a free fucking ordinal mint, and I'll pay for the little Satoshi that it costs, 
to put the images onto the single. Dude, we'll put it on a single Satoshi. We're like, here's the Web3 Satoshi. If you want a Bitcoin ordinal, here you go. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? I like it. Just a fucking free mint, just like whatever. What is the artwork? Um, I, I don't, I really don't know. Um, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I haven't it's thought that far. I just, I just, look, I think the best way to put out this like fad that they're doing is just do one of our own. Would you be down to do a Bitcoin ordinal NF, or, yeah, not NF, a Bitcoin ordinal? Yes. I think there's a lot of artists in this community that would want an opportunity to get some of their art shown off. Maybe it could be, maybe that's about it but yeah you're just saying flood the chain with more shit yes precisely like they'll be so upset like oh he can't do an ordinal that's unfair you know we'll have a completely docs team and we'll show like we'll kind of like maybe we'll bring to light like all the bullshit behavior that's happening right now hey this undocs team that no one ever heard of a week ago is now selling an ordinal worth two hundred thousand dollars you not see the red flags here Mark? like Something that was established less than a week ago is now worth $200,000 and to be a legitimate. And the fact that people are willing to put their reputation on the line just tells me how fucking down bad um, NFT crypto Twitter is at the moment. Would you be willing to put your live, your name on the line for um, like on a team that was in, originated a week ago and now the asset that they're backing is worth an undocked team is, is now worth $200,000? Yes. Okay. I don't know what to tell you, Bart. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't, I would Well, be like, I, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'll put my name on, just throw your name around. I mean, your name's on everything already. I mean, your name is on spaces called the truth about you. I mean, so you, at this point in time, you have no consent. Your name would just be throwing around all over the place. Uh, so you have, might as well just consent to everything, right? Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, I'm trying to think like, what makes these ordinals valuable? What makes... And I can't even find an answer. Can you? Yes. I'm not going to tell you. I am. Um, social clout. Social clout. Here, why don't we look? Yeah. What, we got this checks on chain. Probably like the 17,000th derivative at this point of, of a check mark. Yeah. Well, they've been waiting the whole time, too. Well, let's, let's go to them. I mean, checks, you know, you've had. 17,000 other checks come out. Here you are, about three fucking weeks late. You know, are you going to give us opportunity? Well, at least they're buying. Hold on a second. At least you're building. Yes, I mean, yet this checks collection was a complete opportunist trying to rinse the ecosystem and just suck as much liquidity as possible. But look, I'm all about people building in the space and, and highlighting those builders because that's, that's what the space is about. We, we're running out of legitimate, great builders left in the space. So when you see somebody building, why is your instinct just to shit on them? I mean, don't you want to promote builders? I absolutely want to not promote builders. I want to promote people that are problem solvers. And we talked... Well, Chex is solving a problem. Well, dude, I talked to... Was it Famous Fox? Was it yesterday? Talked to Hello Moon. Um, I, I only, like, entertain the problem solvers. I don't entertain the quote-unquote builder is such a loosely learned. What in the fuck does building mean? Does that mean launching NFT? No, dude. You're not solving any problem. You're adding more problems. And these ordinals at the moment, 
in my mind, are just adding more problems. It's really distracting that you have people that can't garner attention because you have the biggest influencers now telling me that I need to financially, um, I, need to, I need to invest in a hundred piece collection that I've never heard of a week prior to and is now being sold at $200,000 over the counter. And, and they're telling me this is the best investment I can make. And I have to deal with it because the way Twitter works, because Tropo Farmer, even though he's grifted and scant, literally scammed, I don't even know how that dude's not behind bars. I, I really don't, you know, after the e-gold shit, I really don't understand. Maybe it'll catch up to him. But this is the person that's telling me that I should be spending 50,000 to $200,000 on, on an ordinal? That's the people I need to live, absolutely not. But it is a problem in crypto Twitter. It, it will go through the timeline because of the way crypto Twitter works. It can't, you know, history's erased here within a week. You know, all the shitty behavior that he's ever done is erased within a week. And then he can just regain attention by shitting on people that have actually not ever done anything like that. And that's just the way Twitter works. And then, like, to make even matters worse, like, play another social card into the thing, apologize. Apologize for shitting on you. Like, oh, you know, you're a sociopath today, but I'm apologizing you tomorrow. And then you gotta deal with the masses saying, wow, he's such a stand-up guy. You know, he did call you a sociopath, but he's apologizing now. He's really taking accountability for his shitty ass behavior. No, you just don't go around throwing around the word sociopath. It's just not one of the words that I call a daily occurrence, like, oh, um, you know what, I see this person getting shit on, I'm gonna jump in on it. You're a sociopath. You're a sociopath. No, it's not one of the words that are just loosely thrown around. That has a lot of um, significance behind that word, sociopath. I, I don't even think the person who said it even understands what the fucking word means. But, you know, they'll go around, apologize for it. You know, they'll have people say, this person's a fucking parasite. And then they'll say, oh, you know, I really like this person the next day. Oh, you know, he really apologized for his action. You really need to go and you need to be, you need to, you need to just shake it out. Like you guys need to really, no, I don't go around calling people fucking parasites on, on a daily occurrence. It just doesn't happen. And I'm never going to see eye to eye with those people. But that's the type of behavior that's garnering attention is attacking, apologizing, and then becoming, quote unquote, the bigger person at the end of the event. So, no, um, I don't enjoy people that are just, quote unquote, building. All right, so we do have checks up here. He is building, um, you know, inspired by or Jack Butcher. What's that? Dude, you're rugging. I can't hear you. I'm going over to the Jack Butcher derivative that no one asked for. Checks, what are you building? Oh, hi. Thanks for walking me up on stage, Alex. 